It's Lincoln Invictus Football Club that uh, has walk-in football, uh, mixed sessions, women's sessions. We have a deaf and hearing impaired session on a Friday night and we have pan disability on a Wednesday afternoon. Walking football now, it's so popular, you hear so much about it. Yeah, indeed. So like this morning's session uh, in the competitive uh, games, you had ladies playing in that. Monday morning we had a women's only session that had 15 ladies enjoying themselves learning to play walking football. We recently uh, were awarded Lincolnshire FA's Grassroots Club of the Year. Um, And so as Lincolnshire Grassroots Club of the Year, it it was an honour, but it was to be shared by nearly 200 players. Uh, because that's that's how big we've grown across all those all those uh, you know people and games. And I can't help noticing on your uh, on your shirt here, we've got Lincoln Invictus Football Club established 2020, so it's grown fairly quickly, Alan. Yes, yeah, it's grown because I, I, I genuinely believe that we've got the right support, the right ethos, and are providing uh, the right the right standard of football for all. We have players from eight years of age right the way up to 82 uh, and everybody is important to us. It's not about elite football, it's about providing football for all. It's such a great sport and certainly for a Friday and a Monday morning where perhaps the average age in the room at the moment is in the 60s, it provides something else. It provides exercise, social well-being as well as physical well-being mental well-being walking football has the ability to provide many things and we try as a club to embrace that yeah well we'll talk some more about that in a moment or two delighted to say with me also is jake park from lincolnshire fa from what alan says it's really taken off hasn't it yeah, I mean, walking football is, is one of the areas of the game that across the last couple of years we've really tried to invest as much time, effort and capacity into. I think across the last couple of years, um, our walking football provision from a recreational perspective right through to uh, the competitive standpoint um, has really taken off. Um, we really do invest in uh, getting as many new players into the game as possible. Um, and, and really having as many opportunities as possible for that older demographic. I think our mantra in Lincolnshire has always been um, that football should be a game for life. I think traditionally football um, for a player has ended at kind of 35, 36 at the end of their kind of traditional 11 v 11 career. Suddenly feel very old now. <laughs> I'm, I'm fast approaching that, by the way. So, uh, yeah, but now, you know, we've got opportunities at over 35. We've got... Um, Recreational opportunities at over 50, over 60, over 70. And we've now got a walking football league as well. Um, and our oldest player in that, I believe, is around 85 years old. So, yeah, there's opportunities for everybody to play football in Lincoln. Just remind me, Jake, how many teams again are affiliated to the FA? Yeah, so a couple of years ago, we had around 15 to 20. We're now, uh, this season, around 40 to 45. So there's been a real increase um, in both teams, clubs, but actually individual players as well. So when we look at the walking football league specifically, um, that's got two divisions now, an over 50s and an over 60s. We're introducing a female division this season as well. Um, and across those, we've got around 350 individual players registered, so really making a difference in the local community. I want to come back and talk to you in a few moments about the role Lincolnshire FA plays in the whole football scene in the county. We hear a lot about the top of the echelon, don't we, nationally and globally, but I'd be interested to talk locally a bit more about that in a moment. Delighted to also say here chatting to us is Melanie Meek, who is fundraising manager for the British Heart Foundation here in Lincolnshire. Hi. Hello. Hello, Rob. Nice to see you. Yeah, nice to see you again. So, as Alan mentioned, uh, it's so important, isn't it, physically, 
to be doing something, but also mentally as well. How does uh, BHF fit into all this? Yeah, it really does. And um, so this year, the Lincolnshire FA have partnered with the British Heart Foundation in a a kind of two-year fundraising partnership. What we're looking to do is reach our communities, educate people on health awareness, on their heart health. We want to train as many people in CPR and make that a thing as well. Um, And fund some fundraise for the BHF for the amazing research that they do. And I think where the synergy is beautiful in football is lots of different areas. Obviously, recently we've seen Christian Eriksen during the Euro we're a lot more aware of cardiac arrests in football but particularly in the walking football group I think Alan told me before there's 12 heart attackers in this you know in this group and these are people that you know potentially are restricted from doing exercise that makes them out of breath and, and restricts them in many ways in their life and so walking football and heart health has a there's a natural synergy there and, a, and lots of people that are connected to the cause um, and I've just got down here and I love it I want to come every Friday because it's just a brilliant place to be. You mentioned Christian Eriksen I mean high profile people like that for Bruce Moran but I mean how does that help you in a way promote what you're trying to get over? It really does and you know I think Alan hit the nail on the head when he said you know we offer football for everyone from 8 to 85 in in the walking football community and and cardiac arrests and heart attacks don't just happen to older people they can happen to anyone at any age and you know we've got children and young people living in our community with heart heart illnesses and heart disease and you know that have had surgery at a young age so lots of people are connected to the cause and obviously you know the sudden cardiac arrest thing is huge for us in Lincolnshire the statistic for somebody surviving an out of hospital cardiac arrest is only one in 16 and part of the BHF's mission to 2030 is to triple survival rates so nationally it's one in 10 but in Lincolnshire it's one in 16 so we need to educate more people about their heart health and this is a great way to get into the community and to talk to these groups. I'm here at Ruston Sports and Social Club in Lincoln with guests Melanie Meek, Jake Park and Alan Lee. We'll be back to chat some more. With me is Alan Lee from Lincoln Invictus Football Club. Walking football is what we're talking about. Alan, it's interesting, isn't it, sort of hearing all the stories. I mean, they say everybody has a story in life anyway, but certainly so in this case, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I mean, if, if if you're alluding to my story, I came into walking football after a heart attack. Uh, and so I think Melia and British Heart Foundation is close to my heart, literally close to my heart. Yeah, um, I wouldn't I wouldn't have said that I was the, the uh, typical person to play walking football. But actually, there is no typical person to play walking football, because as with grassroots football, everybody has got a place to play and if you can walk you can play walking football it's what what it's, you, you get out of it as much as you want to put into it but as you heard earlier before everybody started to go home yeah the social aspect of coming together and playing football is is a fantastic thing so so my journey was was literally after a heart attack finding walking football and then developing it and enjoying it and anybody can come along and join in it's open to everybody and anybody. In fact, all of the players that are play on our women's session on a Monday morning have never played football before. And, and it, in, a, in a way, it's quite, it's quite sad, really, because uh, the average age of the uh, ladies on a, on, a, on a Monday morning would, would probably be 60-something. Yeah? It would be pushing 70. And so in their youth, 
women's football just wasn't the thing. And so they never grew up with the ability to do the Wildcats or the whatever that the FA now provide. Um, and so they've just come along because their grandchildren kick a football to them and they'd like to be able to kick it back to them with a little bit more skill. Well illustrated here with our next guest. Oh, it is Rob. Shirley's come to Lincoln Invictus uh, over the last couple of years and she's now our lead on our women's uh, session on a Monday morning uh, and also uh, she also is now a coach. All right. She's qualified as a coach and she's leading them with passion. It's given you a big billing there, hasn't it? Let's be honest. <laughs> yes, thanks, Al. Um, I'd never played football. I'm 51. And um, I know Alan mentioned earlier about grandmas and granddads kicking the ball back to their kids. My son is now 17 and he plays for Lincoln Invictus Pan Disability Team. And so that's how I got involved. Um, on a Monday morning, I think it started off with three or four ladies. Um, I'm probably one of the youngest. <laughs> um, we now have 20 ladies that join our Monday session. And I'm delighted that Lincoln and Victus are going to be entering a ladies team into the Lincolnshire FA Walking Football League. Uh, that's great. And, and how important is it for you to be involved personally? It's, it's an honour, actually, to be involved with Lincoln and Victus. Um, qualified as a coach um, also huge on mental health and well-being um, and I think that is really important on a Monday all our ladies have that social get-together and we are inclusive um, any person who joins our Monday session has that opportunity to play in the league making friends having that coffee afterwards is just as important as staying fit um, yeah, yeah. And it, it's a really good group I suspect since Covid there's been a lot of I think I'll stay at home today and I'm not going to go out and, and do anything. It's easier to watch daytime television. There's been a whole different mindset, hasn't there, in so many people's minds. I mean, give me some examples when you say you have a coffee afterwards. What are the sort of things you talk about after you've been playing? Uh, can I repeat that on air? <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, some of the stories, am, am I right in, in saying that, you know, it, is, it has brought, literally brought people out and they feel they can share? Absolutely. Um, and I know certainly with the mixed sessions as well um, and Alan mentioned this when we won Grassroots Club of the Year at the, the, the FA Awards people have said I wish we could do this every day of the week not just on the day you know not just once a week because sometimes it's the first time I actually speak to somebody you know I can go days without having any social involvement and um, you know, our social events are just as important here at Lincoln Invictus. And, uh, you know, we do we do lots to bring people together. And as a coach, uh, presumably you, you, your role is bringing people on, getting them more involved, bringing the skill level up. How do you feel you're getting on with that? Um, yeah, it can be a challenge. But again, um, we get all the ladies involved. We get all the ladies involved to participate in the warm-up. So they, they do what they can do. And so every ability matters to us and and I think the ladies will be the start of something else because I would love to be able to see not just those who have played football and then gone on to walking football I would love to be able to see walking football to be able to be open to all age groups yeah Alan it's all working well isn't it yeah it is and, uh, and Shirley spoke really well there because she uh, she described what we do at Invictus Lincoln Invictus perfectly really uh, we 
we do we do try and and Shirley's done a coaching badges with us uh, and so she's a, a a recent coach that we've supported and the club supports the the ethos of bringing along young coach I'm calling Shirley young well, she is she is young <laughs> she's she's very young compared to me right, let's let's come back to Jake Park I think probably an off two moment from Lincolnshire FA Jake I know you've been in the job what about 10 years now you must enjoy it. Yeah, a long, old, a long old time. Joined the association as an apprentice when I was 17 years old. I uh, left from school to, to take the opportunity. I'm very fortunate to work in football. I'm, I'm very much aware it's a, it's a role that a lot of people would like to hold. So um, I, I, I give it everything I've got. Um, started to work in the uh, football operations team. Um, when I first joined and then uh, a couple of years ago, we moved across to the football development team to be a little bit more hands-on and really start to kind of help develop and, and shape football in Lincolnshire. Yeah. What are the key issues you're promoting at the moment? Um, from my from my um, perspective, walking football is is huge. Obviously, I'm here today with with Alan from Lincoln Invictus. One thing I just wanted to touch on is um, that walking football is is kind of um, popular as it is in Lincolnshire because of the the selfless, passionate, enthused volunteers that we have um, within club settings to make football. Um, available to all so a massive thank you to the people out on the ground as I say we're very fortunate in Lincolnshire to, to have plenty of them and how can people get in touch with the Lincolnshire FA what's the quickest and easiest way yeah absolutely uh, as, as with most things these days I think the internet um, we've got a great website great social media channels if anybody's looking to get involved in walking football specifically we have um, a whole area on our website devoted to that um, devoted to our um, the numerous clubs we've got across the county and the contact information their training details so if anybody wants to get involved please head across to our website jake park from lincolnshire fa i'm here at lincoln invictus football club in lincoln we'll be back to chat some more melanie meek is with us she's the fundraising manager for british heart foundation for lincolnshire quite a responsible job melanie yeah, it is really. But I think when you um, are aware of the great work that the BHF do and the impact that it has in our community and with people that live in Lincolnshire, um, it's an easy job to do because we just want to make a difference and improve the lives of people in our own community. We've got 160,000 people diagnosed with heart and circulatory diseases in Lincolnshire. Um, and as I said before, the survival rate for out-of-hospital card- cardiac arrest is really low. So, um, you know, the BHF have come so far in 60 years in their research and and the procedures that we have for people that are having heart transplants and living with heart conditions but we've got so much work to do and it's easy to be passionate about a cause when you can see the difference it makes to people's lives in your own community. I touched on earlier about Christian Eriksen. Is it because we're hearing more about people in higher positions that, that people are more aware of it? Yeah, possibly. I think the BHF are, um, because we're a research charity primarily, we don't sort of potentially shout so much about the impact that we have as, as other charities do. Um, but worldwide, heart disease is the biggest killer of men, and it's certainly mm. the biggest killer of men in the UK. Mm. Um, and it sadly takes twice as many ladies' lives as breast cancer. So I think just in raising awareness, um, it, it comes to the forefront. And one in four people will be affected by heart disease, stroke, vascular dementia or diabetes. So it's a very common cause and lots of people are connected to it. I think they don't always make the connection that the BHF is is the research charity around kind of providing um, rehabilitation and surgery and, and, you know, pioneering scientific advances in that field. Mm. I know from social media, you're very active fundraising in and around Lincolnshire. Tell us some of the ways that you've been doing that. 
Yeah, we've got great supporters. I mean, I have, uh, and you tend to find people are connected to the cause. Just this week, I went out to a little gym in Billinghay. Um, the young lady that runs the gym there, her her father had a cardiac arrest during a tug of war competition in the village. And so obviously the whole community was involved in that and they do a fundraiser every year. Dad's mm. thankfully still with us and, and his life was saved through CPR, again, I have to say. Um, and it's people that are really connected to the cause that that make it, really interesting for me because their commitment and dedication a bit like Jake said about the volunteers that keep Invictus football and and grassroots football going you know volunteers and people with a passion are at the heart of what we do and I love people so it's it it wins for me. We see defibrillators dotted around the county don't we is there more education needed in terms of how to use them what people should do I mean more scope yeah absolutely there is and there's two main things I'd like to share out and um, we have something called the circuit which you can find on our website where we're encouraging everybody who's got a defibrillator to register it and have a guardian that is responsible for it and um, we estimate there's 70,000 unregistered defibs in the UK so um, they're defibs that maybe haven't had pads replaced or batteries or the guardian that was there has left the local parish council or whatever so we're asking people to register defibs and then we've also launched um, an online CPR training tool called Reviver and anyone can do that it's free it takes 15 minutes with a cushion and it talks you through a 999 call it talks you through what a defibrillator will say to you and it talks you through how to do CPR and that is a free tool that's available to anyone on our website Um, and we want to train a million people in CPR in the the first year that we launched that so lots of free stuff on our website 10,000 pages of information for people Um, and cardiac nurses available as well for people who may be having questions about their hearts. Remind us of the website. www.bhf.org.co.uk Okay, don't forget that. And let's talk about Alan's goes hand up here, wants to say something. Go on. I'd just, I'd just like to say that um, we're Lincoln Invictus of our own DFib, and we bought it through uh, a grant from the FA. And so we got £600 off the price of the DFib by buying it through the Football Association. But to get the support of the FA as we did, uh, to buy the top of the range defib that has got the uh, switched so it's for under eights as well as adults, yeah. uh, and so that that's fantastic. So as a football club, we have our we own our own defib, and as a sports club, Ruston has got one just outside the door there, and one on the wall by the changing rooms. That's good to hear. Yeah, it's so important. And um, we also do a part-funded defib system at the BHF, which, again, you can find more out on the website. Um, it's for clubs and associations. So typically clubs just like Invictus, where we just ask people to raise a portion of the money and the BHF will donate the rest. Melanie, talk to me about a big fundraising push that Lincoln Invictus are going to be involved in. Well, I'm very excited about it, Rob, if I'm honest. Um, Alan is a man that can do things. Uh, He's passionate about football and he's passionate about the BHF. And as he said, it's close to his heart as well. So um, I don't know the ins and outs of it, but I am assured that we're going to have a football fundraising festival next springtime um, with the aim to bring as many people together, teams together, play and walk in football on a fundraising day where we can just share that sense of community, that camaraderie and raise some money for a cause that is so close to so many people in Lincolnshire. Sounds big, Alan. Uh, It's not going to be too big. It's going to be eight teams, invited teams uh, to come and play walk in football. But each team will, will be invited by Lincoln Invictus to form a team uh, because of heart conditions. Uh, I've done it once before for cardiac rehab uh, 
and hopefully we'll raise uh, a minimum of £1,500. And I, I, I can say right here and now it will, will raise £1,500 plus. Which is brilliant for us. Uh, and <laughs> and obviously, I think for me, it's again, it's just about spreading that awareness into the community. I want people to know what the BHF have to offer them in terms of rehabilitation, information, support and advice. Um, and obviously, you know, as a fundraising manager, we're here to, to raise money in the community. And if we could raise money doing something that people love, then why wouldn't we? That's For me, that's a dream. Okay, so watching this space, Alan, it'll be on your website, will it? Yes, it, it'll be on their website. But primarily, if there is any businesses out there in, uh, in Lincoln at the moment that think that... Uh, they'd like to be invited uh, do get in touch well listen it's been great finding out more about Lincoln Invictus uh, walking football certainly something which is catching on and getting more and more popular I'd just like to thank my guests here at the club uh, Ruston Sports and Social Club Melanie Meek from the uh, British Heart Foundation Alan Lee from the club itself and of course Jake Park from Lincoln FA guys thanks very much indeed thank you Rob thank you Rob thank you, Rob.